Hello, welcome to the Read Pod. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please subscribe to us via iTunes and you can check us out at thereadpod.com. Thanks for listening. Hello, listeners. Hello, world. Hello, Bennett. Hey, mate. How are you? Fantastic, buddy. How's your uh, Tuesday treating you, mate? Pretty good. Yeah. Up early, just doing a few things. Want to drop Sarah at the station and it's uh, raining here, so. Yeah, raining in Melbourne as well. Uh, Okay. Melbourne Cup day today. Nice. I'm just getting in the mood. The mood's being set. Yeah. Has they, do they cover the Melbourne Cup over there at all? Uh, Probably not. No. But they're, but they're quite big on horse racing. So I speak to a few people and they're always, they always know about Melbourne Cup, but they're very foreign to the idea of what goes on. Yeah, okay. Um, they all love a punt, and, and it'll be interesting. I haven't been to the track here ever, but from what I hear, it's not like you don't go there for a, for, to make a day of it. It's more just the serious punters are going there. No one's getting dressed up. Okay. So a bit of a different uh, culture. Totally different culture. Yeah. Uh, given how sort of crazy things get here in Australia, but. Just did actually a podcast with Soz just uh, reviewing a few bets uh, for the big day, for the Melbourne nice. Cup day. Um, you got all bases covered? I've got pretty much every horse I've got money on. Um, yeah. As you know, you and me, as we're seasoned sort of gamblers at this, we know we like to spread the field a bit. Yeah. I, I, I won't actually make a bet on it this year because I, I can't. Mm. So the only the only option that I would have to do it is to go through um, sports bet, but you can't. I can't access sports bet in Japan because gambling is technically illegal in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Technically, but you can still bet on horses. But I just I'd probably have to go to a track, and I'm fucking way too lazy to go to a track or anything to do that. Yeah, I don't blame you. Don't yeah. So who's your who's your pick for the big one? Don't really have a pick for a big the big one. Um, Soz and I went through it and we picked a few roughies. We think an international horse will come through. Yeah. So um, for us, we we're liking Chestnut Coat, the Japanese oh, horse. I had Chestnut. That was the one that I looked at purely because of the Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> so that's who me and Soz had. We love the name. Yeah. We like the odds and Runaway and Ventura Storm. Nice. Yeah. We I'm don't not want any sound of those. Yeah, we don't want any favourites here. No. It's kind of boring when a, something in the single digits comes in. Oh, exactly. And it really does. I remember you won one one year where it was very rough. How rough was that one? 40 to 1. That was on Viewed. Yeah. And I, when I won Green Moon, did you win Green Moon as well? No, I don't think so. 21 to 1 or 20 to 1. Yeah. That was a good one, that. I was with Bombers um, and we're at the Rubina Tab. Mm. Uh, and I was putting on bets for everyone because for, I had that pick and everyone was like, oh, yeah, go for it. So I put some money on for my brother and stuff. And in, the, in it all, I ended up I was writing many tickets, many tickets. I ended up doubling up on it as well. So it made it even better. Oh, I love that. When yeah. you just don't know and you've, yeah. you've forgotten how many bets you've put on and then – um, 
all of a sudden you realise you bet on something twice. Yeah, and that was betting on that twice at 40 to 1 and that was 40 bucks uh, each way on top of what I was going to put on anyway. So I had 80 bucks each way on it. That's brilliant. That's yeah. what you want to hear. So that's uh, And that's probably my only good punting, Melbourne Cup punting story. Yeah, um, it's a tough It's a tough day. Oh, it, it is. Take that one in your life. You, you get a good roughing and it comes in. Um, I do remember a few years ago you had you had us all in for that um, for the algorithm and that was dog shit. Oh, I'll never go out listen to anyone with an algorithm ever again. I've got a guy who's an ex bookie who yeah. gives me really good tips, but then I've got this guy who thinks he's a mathematical wizard and we were part of this punters club. And we just lost money hand over foot, like nonstop. We lost, so yeah. And you drew us all into it. I think there was about ten of us that were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> sucked us all in. So good, so good. But um, so today's pod is a really crazy and interesting one. Uh, something that's been sort of lingering in the back of news stories and lingering in the back of this presidential um, tenure. Um, is Q. Yeah, and from what I've been reading up on it, and I'm still fucking lost. Yeah. There's, so, there's so much information, disinformation that, and I guess this is the whole point of it, that it's pretty hard to, to understand, but it's, it's quite, quite a big, and it's turned into a movement. It's turned into a movement. So do you want me to give a bit of a background as to what I know? And then- yeah, please do. So I'm the I'm similar to you. Like last week, I spoke with Soren about it on a at the end of a pod, and I was just and we were both like, "Look, we don't get it." So I dug way deeper in it, and you can get in a serious rabbit hole with this thing. But yeah, Q is basically a poster on a message board, um, which is either on 4chan or 8chan, which are anonymous messenger boards. And these message boards, which I found out over over looking into it, are very dodgy. Um, so they're online message boards where you can be completely anonymous. So you can't ever track who the poster is. I guess you can't even find their IP address. You can't even hack into them. So this poster started saying that they've got basically inside information or started dropping things that are called breadcrumbs in the Q thread. And these breadcrumbs are basically could be like, have a look at this video and tell me what you think. And then people would look at the video and they'd say, oh, my gosh, that's President Trump saying he's going to stop the caravan and the Mexican water (laughs) or – do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's really open-ended and it's just getting people to speculate and and, and driving people to to start um, thinking or, or starting theories about it. Yeah, so these breadcrumbs, I assume that because Q has been so um, on point, allegedly, I haven't gone into enough research to check how on point he's or he or she's been, um, but they believe that this person or people are based in the White House uh, on President Trump's side. So the people that Q, who Q actually is, and they're leaking this information to stop the misinformation coming from the media and the alleged fake news. So Q drops these breadcrumbs and thousands and thousands of Q followers dissect them and create a narrative themselves. So instead of letting the news tell them what is real, 
they're researching these things and digging into it. Yeah, so kind of what I – one thing that I took away from it, it's saying that, okay, so taking all the mess that is that is Trump, they're saying, okay, that what it's kind of leading it, that he's actually in control of everything. He's he's more switched on. Like this is how what I got out of it as well. Well, or he's in control or he's being controlled. Yeah. But there's a, there's a method to, to what he's doing. Is there's quite, a method to what he's doing and that the method, someone else could be controlling that, whether it be the army, which the army could be behind Q, or whether it's he has got uh, America's best interests at heart and the news agencies have been fucking with us for all this time. Yeah. <laughs> well, would you would you say that's sort of the that, that's a roundabout, story? isn't it? Yeah. And it's and you can totally you only need to say something like that and you're like, Oh yeah, I can I can see that. I can see that happening. Because we're just fed so much bullshit and garbage that you're obviously gonna have these because it's it's kind of focused on like super the super right, like the real far right. Am I the real far right, but Q also says that they're not necessarily Trump supporters, they're truth supporters. Okay. So this is where it's kind of – but the people that have uh, have kind of got into this movement and with all the rallies and stuff are really pro-Trump, huh? Yeah, they're all Trump because it happens to just be supporting his narrative. Q yeah. happens to just be, as a whole, always supporting his narrative. Um, so because there is a huge underground – push and conspiracy about Clinton and Obama. Yeah, and this is with the the pedophile rings and and whatnot? Yeah, and it's, I mean, Trump is essentially saying he's going to get rid of these pedophiles out of Washington. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's been quoted saying that. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And there's a there's and there's these few funny videos and it's obviously this is all tied in with the, the I guess the other thing for QAnon is the storm or the calm before the storm. Yeah. Um and there was a something I, I was watching and it was Trump at a at the White House and he goes, oh, so uh, the storm he says something like the storm is coming. Uh, so- and it's just feeding into this narrative. Yeah. So getting back to the pedophile thing, that brings me into another thought process, which is the right and the Christian right in particular have a huge issue and history with so say the Catholic right, and for instance, have a huge issues with pedophiles within the priesthood, correct? Mm-hmm. Would you say that's right? Yeah. So I sort of look at it that there is a possibility that Trump is throwing this back at the left and Clinton because, I mean, where have we seen the proof of this? Because, because the, the claims on these boards are fucking scary. Like we're talking about child trafficking. Yeah. And there's a senator. Have you looked into the senator, her name? So this is... What's her name, mate? This is the, um, this is the one that's... The, the senator? Judge. Was it the, the, 
was it Mer- not Merkel? No, the judge who got basically kicked out. Okay. Or maybe she killed her. So I don't. So there's a judge who started whistleblowing on the child trafficking. I haven't realised that this child trafficking is such a big deal, like such a huge problem. Well, this is huge, and especially when you, I guess we're pretty we're pretty sheltered in Australia, but we still wouldn't know so much. No, it's so it's so deep that you, it's not anywhere near the public eye. No, so they say that they're taking these children off these poorer families at a young age. Yeah, and you know, moving them into situations and you know. Horrible things. So this is this whole QAnon movement and the fact that it's all, um, the fact that it's all online and it's through these notorious message boards, it's really hard to work out where we're at with this, like and what to take, how serious to take this. Okay. So, yeah, I I just had a quick thing with the judge and it was, Antonin Scala? Scalia? No. No? Because this is another one that's come up that it's um, saying that Supreme Court justice was murdered in a plot conceived by the deep state and Clinton's to give his seat on uh, the Supreme Court away to someone. Oh, shit. So this is how it gets so, so deep. And I can see I, I went into a bit of a rabbit hole last night and this morning looking at this and – I could have. I had to kind of control myself to get out of it. Oh, you have to, and I, and I did the same thing. I started. I spent two days, basically deep in that rabbit hole because like, there's so much access to information, but it's so hard to work out what information's true. And I am strongly of the mind that the media is controlled by one person. Or one basically Rupert Murdoch and his entities. Yeah. So a large a large amount of media. And I don't believe that uh they're bot they're unbiased. I don't believe that we get the facts. I don't believe I don't believe hardly any of it. So for me to hear that there's a there's a basically a an underground movement where people are anonymously exposing information. Um I feel like it needs to be listened to. Yeah, I, seriously, I, I agree. Then you and you go before this, and you got someone like uh, Julian Assange, and with WikiLeaks, and and look what happens to him when he does start to to put information out there. Exactly. Actually, on a completely side note, he because the Las Vegas shooting, I I think I mentioned to you several times that I just don't believe that we've heard the full story. I Fuck no, watching, we've talked about it. I remember watching it live and hearing that there's gunmen on the ground. There's several gunmen on the, in the stage, in the field. Yeah. People were running out saying there's several gunmen. If you go in and look onto it online, there is several really high, highly intelligent people that go through the facts why this 68-year-old man couldn't have carried this out. And what they found out that he had um, far right views or something, and that's why he did. Like, and no. it's it's pretty it's pretty easy to blame a dead man. Mm. 
very easy to blame a dead man. And there's new footage coming out with that as well, um, more and more. So, so I guess this QAnon is is questioning everything. It's getting me. I have a really weird feeling about Trump. And enlighten me what this this feeling is. Well, at times I feel like he is completely not like any other president, obviously, that's ever been. Well, he is, but I just wonder if he is actually, I mean, he's racist, he's sexist, he's done horrible things, but so has every other president, right? (laughs) And so has a lot of people in society that have said things that they you know, he's obviously retract. I don't think he believes any of it. No, he just he just can't help help himself spit no. spit garbage. So what if he? What if it is all fake? And what if all of the news that we are getting is completely fake? And what if there is this crazy history? Which look, Hillary, Hillary did some dodgy, dodgy shit in her campaign. I, I just, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, it begs me to, like, the question really there, and, and you only need to look at, and we've talked about with North Korea. Oh, that was bullshit. Look into North Korea. Look into their resources. Yeah. They've got and, some of the largest um, pools of resources in the world. They were never, ever doing anything. There was never, I don't believe in the threat from North Korea. And I yeah. don't believe... Uh, it was ever going there. And I'd question how much we know about North Korea being true. Yeah, but in saying that, being here when that was happening and knowing, okay, that there's, there is a threat, there wasn't too much worry, I would say, between just the general general population. But up north when they were supposedly the missiles that were going over the North Island, that was a little bit gnarly. Oh, I bet. And, like, when I say I don't believe any of it, I just question if we get it from Western media that North Korea is trying to blow up the rest of the world and it's just this random one guy um, and sitting on all these nuclear warheads where they can't even supposedly have a building that's um, built in a, a proper way. Yeah. I don't believe it, mate. And that, just, go, that, that goes back to the QAnon is, is saying that the CIA put, CIA put him in uh, in charge in North Korea. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. So, so what, Dennis Rodman goes there and everything's a stage. When you're there, everything's staged, right? And I know these people come out of North Korea and say Kim Jong-il and Kim Jong-un have done the most heinous crimes of all time and I'm not questioning that and I'm not debating that, okay? Like, I believe you, but everything is staged in that country and no Western journalists are allowed to go in and actually see it in its real light. Yeah, in the in an authentic uh, state. It's um, So how do we believe that anything? How do we yeah. not believe that, like, America's not over there and just taking all of it and mining it in bed with it and using it as a, I, I, I don't know. As a cover, and and you need to look at it here. Like America's got their claws so deep in this country, it's not. How is that even allowed? I I don't know, and it's they're they're here to to protect because Japan, China, yeah, no, but yeah, 
against anyone. So after World War II, Japan had to sign a, I guess, a treaty saying that they would never, um, they could never attack anyone, or that they couldn't produce certain weapons or whatever. But America could be here and have bases all over the country. I think there's fifty thousand U.S. military personnel in Japan. Yeah, um, and oh, I was I was reading an article the other day, and one of the bigger bases in Okinawa. And none of the and actually the they've just had an election there, so the governor of Okinawa, he's been going like his views are against the we don't need the any expansion of the um, of the U.S. Army in our territory. If anything, we need a reduction. Um, so the people obviously don't want them there because I've heard the stories of you know violence, raping. All of this stuff that comes with having uh, and a, military a military base, and it's not—I don't think it would be anything to do if it's American, if it's if no. it's any anything. If you had any any military base, you're going to probably cause trouble. But what's it needed there if it, where there's no trouble? Yeah, um, obviously well, the, all, the China thing is China. China. Yeah, because they're still battling. Like China still wants um, wants Taiwan. That's the that's the big issue, and there's a some a small group of a small area in the uh, South China Sea that there's it's like whose is it? And it's pretty. Do you really think and this is what gets me? Like what? Why? What? It's just a strategic post. Say th- this area. What's the? Why is there so much? Um such a big problem over this like why does everyone need it because oh well, you're right why does everyone need it because we don't know everything exactly and that's what it, that's how i'm thinking there's got to be something and, else to that well i think the army and the government are two separate things yeah especially in america i think they're two powerful beasts and I don't think the army necessarily is controlled by the government, and I don't believe that they fuck. We're going really far out here, aren't we? Mm. But, <laughs> but, 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 but I, don't, I, I don't think you're think right. They, I don't think they necessarily. I think they answer to different people in different ways, yeah. and um, I think the army's concerns and the army's goals are different to necessarily what the president or whatever else has to say. Like. Even when Obama was in charge, it never really seemed like he had control of the military. When George Bush was in charge, you knew he was speaking for the military. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, was, I, I can't. I can't understand what you mean because he was a bit more of a because uh, he was a military man, wasn't he? Well, also, but he sent them to fucking wars. Yeah. Non-stop. But everyone's every every president sent them to wars. He was just following his father's in his father's footsteps. Every president sent them to wars, but then you realise how much the war's just a money making. Exactly, and that's where you've got this, and why I think there's probably a separation between government and and military because it's military is a business. It's a total business, and if you don't think it's a business, look at who profits from it. Like, and it's the biggest business. I think I saw last, I read last night, it's six hundred billion dollars a year they spend on military. Yeah, military six hundred billion, which is fucking. Like, unfathomable. They like, spend thirty-three billion on their school system. <laughs> and six and what did you say? Six hundred billion on 
Six hundred billion on military year, thirty-three billion on school systems, eighteen billion on NASA. On fucking NASA, and what is NASA doing? Let's not go there. Yeah, another 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 day for that one. <laughs> another day for that one. But uh, so this QAnon is essentially what I worry is not worry, but what I think is is these things can unfortunately be tainted by they can may be made to look like they've got certain um, beliefs and ideals but they could be controlled by President Trump's party and it's just another um, propaganda technique yeah and, and also the theory is that it's that Q is is Trump exactly one at one of the things that and this is kind of when you have these theories, any kind of conspiracy, there's no actual facts behind it. It's just running with a with an idea and going, okay, this is what it could be. This and the, everything gets lost. So mm-hmm. once once someone starts it, then you get this following. And firstly, I when I was going through this, like the people like that are into this, where what the fuck are they doing with themselves in in the first place? Well, they're spending their whole day researching this. Yeah, shit. but like, what the fuck are you doing with yourself if that's what you're doing? Well, what I think they're doing is a lot of people are bored. Yeah. And a lot of people, it's a game. It's almost like reality TV. Like, And people spend a lot of time watching the news over there. Like, There's no other country that watches the news as much as America. Mm. There, there can't be. It's a 24-hour, non-stop, 20 different news channel, channels. It's, it's constant digestion of the news. So... I feel like this is like a pastime almost for them. And I, I'm just because I don't really watch much news. Probably I don't in, watch pro, any. Pro, probably, and it's a good thing. The only news I get is sometimes I'll go on uh, on Reddit and have a look what's yeah, going exactly. on. But that's as that's as far as I go, and even even so, I'm not really. If something interesting, actually, every now and then I'll check if there's. I'll have a paranoid thing that I thought there was an earthquake, but it was probably the subway, and I'll check <laughs> and check the news and see if it was an earthquake. But yeah, it's, I just don't understand why they're doing it, and, and and they're believing what they want to believe, and they're running with this this um, this idea. So it's just yeah, it's. I want to do. I, mean, I want to get. I want to do more more research on this without uh, wasting all my time like they are, and and getting a bit deeper into it. Well, I think we've started, which is a good place to start because a lot of people start on the Q train and they don't get off. Mm. It's almost like the flat earth. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Once, once, <laughs> yeah, I go. Once people start, it's it can suck them in. Like it can be very um, consuming. Yeah, yeah. You, you can have your blinkers on pretty quickly when you're doing something like this. When you've got so much information and you're copying information bias as well because you're only seeing one side to a story, mm. um, yeah, you're not you're not hearing a debate. So, like, if you're hearing a debate of something, then you can understand. Okay, what what makes sense? Okay, well, this is this is right, this is wrong. But if you're hearing just one side to a story, it becomes quite yeah, a little bit bi- when you're getting a, a really biased opinion. Yeah, becomes difficult. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think this is something that we should touch on again. Um, 
Yeah, we will definitely. We'll, we'll delve in, and um, we'll, obviously, Soren's quite interested in in this as well. So, once we start doing the the three pods, the three way pod, we'll we'll dig deeper into it. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So, the the other thing, I guess, and leading into the other thing we were talking about, did you see the news with uh, with Mayweather? I did see the news with Mayweather. Um, obviously, Mayweather's fighting in Japan. The money must be. Uh, yeah, it was, it's it's fighting for Ryzen, and Ryzen, if anyone doesn't know, is like the the new version of Pride. Okay. Um, and the guy that he's going to fight is a fucking savage. Really? Yeah, he's. I'm. So he's the. So. This guy, and if, I, if I'm thinking of the right guy, so he's the one of the champions. I don't know what weight class, but his missus is also one of the champions. But he's kickboxer. He's undefeated and just like just destroys everyone that's – he's had defending his title a few times and just destroys people. He's only 20. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see what the rules are in this. Oh, I don't see Floyd doing well where others can kickbox and stuff. Yeah, well, is it going to be a boxing match? What's it going to be? I think it's a dangerous fight for him. You know, I don't, I don't see why unless it's going to be one of those. Okay, the Yakuza's got involved, and um, this is a rigged fight. Mm. I, I wonder why Floyd is still fighting. He must be cycling through that money like it's nothing else. Yeah, but just a weird one. Like, it, I don't know how much money he could be getting from Ryzen. Well, it's got to be over three hundred million. Yeah, but because that's what he got in the last fight. That's and what I, I mean. But it doesn't. It doesn't seem like the kind of fight that's going to no that get the no. pay per views and stuff like that because it's it's through Ryzen. Ryzen's yeah, you can watch in Japan on on free to air. Yeah. So I actually had a look at for tickets, but everything was in Japanese, so I kind of bugged out after a few <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah, it, it. I don't understand it, but um, yeah, it's. I don't understand. But then you look at his like Instagram and follow Floyd's lifestyle. The guy spends money like it's water. Like, I feel like he's the sort of guy that no matter how much money he makes, he's going to lose it all. Mm. Like I reckon. Five years after he finishes, no matter what happens, like how much money he makes, five years after he's done, he's going to have lost it all. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see who he's uh, he's got on the cup. You oh know, I'd be having a, you know, I'd be having a bet on something. Yeah, he can bet well, that yeah. guy. So, yeah, I mean, that'll be an amazing. More details to come with that, so it'll be exciting to fight either way. It's always a bit of a spectacle when Floyd gets up there to fight. Yeah, and yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look into it. Because I'm I'm off over that new period, and it's on New Year's Eve. Nice, nice, yeah. and uh, obviously we've got the um, Tyson Fury fight coming up. Yeah, Deontay Wilder. So I'm I'm a little I'm kind of interested in this. Me too. We're we'll both saying that. Um, I don't know whether Fury reminds me of you a little bit or. <laughs> but yeah, I have been told I look a lot like Fury. Yeah. What so, can you do? Yeah, that's true. Um but yeah, I kind of like it. I was I was watching an interview with him the other day. I just like his attitude. He seems like a like just a good dude. 
Me too. I really like his style and the fact that he's come back from, you know, obviously his struggles after getting on top and he's had his coke problems and all of that sort of stuff. You love to hear someone come back and sort of humble themselves. He's yes. had all the money, the cars and all this sort of shit and then he's just like, I'm not happy. Yeah. Which, which is, you know, some people learn that quickly and then some people, t- like Floyd, take their whole life to learn that mm, that shit will never make you happy. Yeah, and so the lead up to this is good because I've I've kind of watched a little bit on uh, Deontay Wilder in the last year, and I watched that fight against um, the Cuban guy. Mm. Um, that was a pretty good fight. Which one was that? Oh, it was his last fight, and I can't remember what the guy's name is. Yeah, so is it? So I feel one, like I watched that too. The yeah, Cuban fighter. Um, so he, he knocked him. Knocked him out. I don't know what round it was, but what Fury's kind of saying that he hasn't, that uh, Wilder hasn't really faced a decent person. Like this Cuban guy was, they don't even know how old he is. No one knows how old people are in Cuba. So he's like, it could be 50 years old. Yeah. yeah, So he's kind of saying, yeah, he he doesn't hit hard and all of that. It'll be interesting because Wilder's pretty, his name's perfect for him. He's pretty wild. Have you seen his? It's pretty wild and he's just stacked. He's super muscly and all that. But uh, guys like Tyson Fury, you just feel like they're going to, then they won't go down that easy. No, and he, he's a boxer. He's a boxer's he's a boxer. Box. Yeah. So, mm. so who's, who's your early pick on this? Like, I know that we love an underdog and I'm. Yeah, no, no, uh, no facts or no real research, but I'm hoping Fury. Yeah. That's the same with me, and I'm hoping it because I I just like I like the story. I think the story's a a good story. You know, it's 400 pounds or something. Really? Yeah, he got to 400 pounds, and what I, whatever I was watching is smashing piss, like yeah. 20, 20 pints an hour. <laughs> Reminds me of one of our mates. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a, there's a uh, short shelf life to doing that. Yeah, it certainly is. And, um, yeah, so, look, that's going to be exciting. We should get some bets coming up for that. Yeah, and the, I guess the other – and that's – so that fight's December 1st. Yeah. In LA. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. At the Staples Centre. Oh, so that, is it? Yeah. Wow. So we'll have to do a bit of follow-up on that. Yeah. Uh, and then the the other big one coming up this month, I think it's on – so when's Thanksgiving? I think it's to... next month. I think it's the 13th, isn't it? There's a standard siren. Yeah. Um, I think it's the 13th, isn't it? The golf, the Tiger know. vs. Phil. For some reason, I thought it was on the I, – I had it on the 27th. Okay, maybe. But maybe, that, maybe I'm wrong in that. I have no idea when Thanksgiving is. Me either. Don't really, um, care. Don't really care either. No. But uh, Tiger vs. Phil match – uh, November 23rd. 23rd. Okay. That's so, I mean, straight up, you just got to go Tiger. Yeah. Unless he's unhealthy, but yeah, I you... don't know how they're going to make the betting interesting on this. Well, I was reading some of the side betting that's involved. So, they can, they can side bet in it. So, it's all gone to charity. Oh really? Yeah. 
so I believe, or there's a certain, maybe these side bets are, are going to charity. Wow. I remember reading, reading something about that. So they can go, okay, this whole, all right, we're playing nearest to the pin for 50 grand. So oh, all the side bets are going to charity? Yeah. Um, Gamble yeah. for charity. That's funny. Yeah, sending a positive message. <laughs> but uh, I think that's what it was, but I'm not 100% sure. So it's 10 million heads up. Okay. I'd, I'd like to – I hope it's coming out of their own pockets and I hope Phil loses $10 million. Yeah, um, that would be crazy. But, yeah, so the, the odds on it, I have no idea. So how do we – so odds are pretty – this is where I get a little bit stuck on the the spreads in oh, in, the in Americans, like stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know much about it? Um, not really. I think it just means like a dollar eighty. Okay, one se- dollar okay. fifty. So this is saying Tiger Woods is at minus two hundred, and then Phil's at plus one seventy. Okay, so would that mean Phil's shorter odds? No, I think because he's Tiger's minus. Okay. So I don't know exactly what how that works. I'm I'm just on just an odds thing just because I wanted to find out what it was. And yes, it would be to go on to sports bet or something. Yeah. So one of the, the two bets that – two of the bets out of the five that come up on this come up colour of Phil Mickelson's shirt and colour of Tiger Woods' shirt. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So – yeah, I don't know. So we, we're going to put our fake money on him. Yeah, I think so, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Definitely. And we, we'll probably go a little bit, getting close to it, we'll go, um, I, reckon, I reckon he'll win by, I mean, I, I'll, I'll say, I'll call it now. So he'll win four and three. So what that means, that means because they're playing match play, he'll win. Uh, he'll be four up and they'll finish with three holes to play. Okay. Yeah, I reckon close. Yeah, I reckon something like that too. Yeah. Um, it would be sick if he just pants Phil Mickelson and he had to, Mickelson had to play the last hole with no pants. It would. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess after that, like while we're on the, on the betting wagon, um, I thought we'd throw it back to the fantasy. We've got one one round left in our fantasy. How are you sitting? We've all been involved in a quite a big battle on the on the fantasy front. We have, haven't we? But the, and it's kind of hasn't been talked about for a while. It hasn't. Who's in the lead on our – so coming into the end of the surfing year, obviously it's all wrapped up pretty much. Medina has pretty much won it, right? Yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're hoping Jill's – does something spectacular, but where our money's with uh, with Gabby. Um, what about in our little competition? I'm just pulling it up now. I know, I know, I've I've got you covered. That's yeah, all I care un- about. Unfortunately, um, it seems to happen. I, I pretty much dominate you when it comes to <laughs> to, to betting. Um, other than last year, when I just dominated everyone in the whole field. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, you did some kind of voodoo magic there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are we? We're in the I'm just pulling up the um, our club, happily named the Dickshitters, mm-hmm. uh, and I think 
So I don't know who it is, but Torn is. Yeah, who, Torn is. Yeah, I who don't is know. it? I don't know who that is either. Okay. He's sort of been in the. He's good. Whoever. Yeah. It is. So I'm I'm sitting in second, and then old fucking Bombell's in third. Jeez, thank you. And the, we're all pretty tight there, so it's there's only um there's only nine points between me and first. Well, you'll have to you'll have to drop a message on the message board and find out who fuck, who, <laughs> who it is. Yeah, yeah, we we want to know who you are. I think it might be Toddy, but I'm not sure. Okay, All right. well, um, shout, shout out to Toddy if you yeah, shout dominate. out to Toddy. Um, but we've got to work out because now it'll come into the the same thing with the. Am I correct with the dropping of the two rounds? Is, is that how it works? Yes. Yeah. So that's going to probably tighten everything up a bit. Yeah, exactly. So it could be like now it looks like a three-horse race. Um, but if someone's had like a, f- a couple of flop ones, there's a lot of points in that. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, uh, okay, you're baby Jesus, aren't you? Yes, I am. Uh, you've had one. I'm looking here. You're going to come in a little bit, but I don't think enough. Yeah. You, you've got enough. one terrible. Yeah. yeah. One where it just wouldn't let me update. Really? Oh, Are you yeah. doing on your yeah on your phone probably? Yeah, huh? it's a nightmare. Shout out to the Fantasy Surfer app. Like you, you need to get your game going. Mind you, we don't even have a um, website really. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I prefer this than the the WSL one. Oh, definitely. This is much more clear and easy to do. So, yeah, yeah this will be interesting. Um, shout out to Soz sitting in ninth place. Soz in ninth. Is that Wooden Spoon or not? Oh, uh, there's – he's not – no, there's someone, and I have no idea who it is, who has had a shocker. I, I reckon they just haven't changed their team the whole time. Throwing shade on the fellow co-host. Yeah. Um, oh. Do you – what was I going to say? That was actually prompting me to say something. Oh, yes, with the listeners. I want to do a call out for the listeners to hit us up on Instagram – for calling bullshit topics. Yeah. That's what I've we got, need, hey? Yeah, I've got two that I was saving from today because it seems like calling bullshit is one of the favourite segments um, going around, obviously. So, um, What I've do you got, got today that, for me? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save them, I think. Oh, no, you need to. I, I called it last time. I need you to, to call bullshit on it today. Really? Yep. It's your time to shine, Mark. All right, well... I've got two, so I'm going to call it on one of the more generic ones. Okay. Uh, which just feels very, this feels very like everyone feels like this, but cyclists. Cyclists. Gotcha. I mean, you know what it's like on the Goldie. And the, the crazy thing with, is with calling bullshit on cyclists is um, my mate got hit by a car while he was cycling, like in a big, Peloton fucking thing, and oh, wow. almost died. But um, yeah, they just don't get it. And you spit out the front of my house as you ride past. As well. <laughs> like I can hear you like at four o'clock in the morning, just hocking it up, hocking it up, and yelling and going four abreast. Just fuck off. I'm I'm over it. I'm I'm done with you, cyclists. Yeah, ride your, ride your bike, but not. And they're all like, I feel like they're all mid thirty men who are trying to fucking relive some sort of shit. Do you know what I mean? Is it trying to get in that in that kind of 
in that group environment again. It's that they want, they want the butt taps, they want the lycra. Want, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they that kind was... of they're hiding? They're kind of there. They don't know where they want to be. Yeah, there's something. What are, you, what are you feeling on? I'm, I'm definitely. I'm not a big fan of. Well, fuck, I'm not a fan of the uh, the groups that uh, visit coffee shops and. Yeah, just, and then go and sit on your coffee shop in your lycra for three, four hours afterwards. I mean, do you want to bring your kids to that? No, no, where, where you sweat up all the seeds. Well, do you want to just tight lycra, grown grown men? And look, a lot of them are not in the best physical shape, even though no. they're, they're doing it. It's, I don't think it's really if you if that was a if that was a woman like in tights like that, it'd probably be a bit of an uproar. Cycling's a mal riding of uh, road sports. Oh, Mark, but we like our mal riding. Oh, we do, but as far as ease to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're not, um, you know, I'd say it's hard and up the top as fucking being like a real challenging mm. thing. Um, cycling on your bike, you can be like 90 in that lycra and the gut hanging down. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm off it. Yeah, I don't get it. I just don't get the the lycra and and the and the grooves I mean, and I don't that get the in the morning. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm liking the I'm liking your call on that today. Yeah. So, anyone else that wants to call bullshit, hit us up on the Instagram. I'm going to do a bullshit call and bullshit yep. all the time, and I'll list them all. Um. And we'll see what else we can get and get some really good ideas because coming month we're launching a new show, which is going to be exciting, three-way show as well as the Reed Pod. We're going to keep doing the Reed Pod, but we're going to be doing a full-on full three-way show. We're going to have a website. We're going to have guests. It's going to be Yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting. Yeah, so um, a lot of uh, fun times. We're going to video a few pods, which um, – we should get yeah, really get to see out all our natural beauty. Yeah, me, Tyson <laughs> Fury. You, you, uh, you should look a little bit like Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> <laughs> you can say that. I, I was watching The Hangover 3 last night. <laughs> and then Soz looks like, jeez. And you know he's going to hate any reference yeah, to anything with this. So it's... So we've got to go yeah. hard on it. So what, who, who's like a rock star with that? that sort of that's mustache? all I'm thinking. I was going to say he's got the top lip of, lip of a walrus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got the top lip, the walrus. So we've got Zach Galifianakis, the walrus, and Tyson Fury. Yeah. So you're you're in for some uh, special times if we're getting filmed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. Um, yeah, and uh, so that's what's happening. So we're going to keep the pods up. We're going to keep going with the read pod, keep doing heaps of stuff. So hit us up on Insta. Tell your friends to subscribe and listen. Uh, we love you listeners, and we really appreciate the love. Nice. Well, hopefully your tips are coming in about now. I know. I'm going down to cash in nice. my money. Read, read pods first tip of 26 to 1, just on the record. Nice. And you probably home, had a, so. a G note sitting on that. Yeah, of course we did. Of course we did. So, have fun. Enjoy your day. Thanks for joining us. See you, buddy. Cheers, Bennett. Bye.